sniffer. <laughs> What's that? that? <laughs> Violence on the sniffer. <laughs> we get like that occasionally. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nora. How are you, Cass? I'm good. I'm better than good. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Why? Because there's, as they call it, it's a David and Goliath fight. It's this little outfit. It's a few students, and I guess they, um, actually, they're students from NYU, who have decided to fight Facebook and create this new social network called Diaspora, mm-hmm. which basically what it allows you to do, and you'll be able to um, articulate this much better than I am, sure, but the big brouhaha about Facebook is the fact that God knows what they're doing with your information, right? Well, a lot of people feel that way anyway. I mean, Facebook would beg to differ, obviously. But, yeah. but what they're going to do is they're going to allow you to uh, manage your own information. Now, there's kind of like two different ways that you can do that. Basically, what they said here is what they do is, is that they cut out the middleman. So meaning that there is no hub like Facebook that has all of your information. Instead, there's these each computer, I think what they refer to is, is as a seed mm-hmm. that contains its own information. And then it's all connected through this diaspora. Right. So instead of storing all your photos and your posts and all that on Facebook servers, you would be storing it on your own personal server. That's and then right. it would be just linked to all these distributed computers. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, though, because it's almost almost counter to um, the cloud computing phenomenon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In, a way. in a way, yeah. I mean, I guess as a way of addressing that idea of how can you allow people to be connected and share information while still making sure that people own their own data and can port it around, which I thought yeah. was a really interesting. I think it's really interesting, and I'm really eager to see how they do and what happens. Some critics of it, including actually a commenter at the Spark blog, commented, you know, the problem being that requiring people to have their own personal server is probably more of a technical jump than most people are going to be willing to make. Because the other alternative is they do have a sort of what they're calling a turnkey hosted service. Yeah. Which could That's be an right. alternative if all your techie friends are on diaspora or diaspora and you are not a person who's going to have your own personal server. You do have a kind of op- other option, but you have to pay for that. Yeah. So that, I, that is the only sort of tricky part of the model is whether it could ever become kind of like just idiot proof enough for lots and lots of people to, to do this as an option. But I certainly wish them well. I think it's a really interesting idea. And I also think just... To the point of providing something, some new competition to Facebook. Like, even yeah. if a lot of people don't end up leaving, just to sort of shake up the space a little bit and raise some more provocative questions about data and data ownership and so forth. When you were talking about it being difficult, they said that actually it would be kind of like having a blogger site or something like that. And then what you would kick in would be something like that, you know, that kind of a nominal fee that what you would right, pay. Right, that would be their, that would be the uh, paid option, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, because that, that, sounds, that sounds way easier. And you'll also, I think, you know, I was kind of concerned. I thought, okay, well, if I switch, which I may, is that you can also, um, it allows you to use the existing social networking services that you have, like Facebook, Twitter, Flickr, and just sort of feed it all through there. So mm-hmm. I like that. And I like that you are your own seed, as they called them. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I was curious about how you were feeling about Facebook with all this. I mean, I guess they made some announcements of some changes uh, today, which is the 26th, but um, just in general about the moves to trying to make people be more public on Facebook. Because you're a much more avid Facebooker than I am. Yeah, I am. I, I am on Facebook. I don't like Twitter at all. But you do, So do you feel comfortable about you know your data and being public and... <laughs> 
Well, um, I never say anything on there that I don't want, I wouldn't want my grandmother to see. Right. That's sort of my rule. And if anybody sort of engages in any kind of a conversation with me, um, like for instance, when somebody wanted to start talking about Percocets for pain, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I don't know. People, people don't need to know that. Nobody yeah. needs to know that because you never know who's looking at that. But, and I wouldn't use their private sphere either. So mm-hmm. I'm really, really conscious. Mm-hmm. Very much like, you know, I would be like if I was within, with a bunch of FBI listening to mm-hmm. me. So you kind of, a, in a way, you use it like Twitter, right? You treat it as though it might as well be totally public. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. No, it's just kind of for mm-hmm. a fun place to keep in touch with my relatives and things like that. So tell me. Would you characterize yourself as an online introvert or an online extrovert? Extrovert. Yeah. Totally. Because you like to sort of connect with all the people on Facebook and yip yap and share photos and... Yeah. You? I'm totally totally an introvert online. I I think that's why I like Twitter because, like, I can retreat into this somewhat robotic distributor of information role it's a lot it's like for me anyway it's a lot less personal some people it's more personal but i still don't really understand twitter (laughs) oh nobody does nobody does well no but is it like when you go to facebook and you type in home and it has a news feed and then you just see whatever whoever you're following is just posted then yeah that it Okay, because yeah. it took me a little, until about a month ago to figure out <laughs> Facebook. I thought, I don't know what anybody's up to. Why is that? So the interesting thing, the reason I mention that is because um, I have a blog that I like an awful lot called Tomorrow Museum that um, Joanne McNeil keeps up. Who's, she's an art, sort of arts journalist, and she's just really interesting and smart. She came across this um, book or article about care and feeding of your introvert, and so she started thinking about how some people are like, in the, re- in the real world, they're extroverts, but online they're introverts, or vice versa. She herself is like, she says she's a hardcore introvert in all spaces, which I think I am too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a funny, I realize I have a funny job for someone who's an introvert, but... No, you're not, I, you're not an introvert. You think you're an introvert. You branded yourself as an introvert. You're one of the most social people I know. That's not true. You out all the time. You guys have people over for dinner all the time. We're like way the same more in five people. No, you're always <laughs> going to parties and stuff. It seems like you go out every night or you do something. Just no, I don't. Night. Yes, you do. No, you're I don't. The time. You're a social butterfly. No, I don't. Well, that, you're, you're a shut in. That's different. <laughs> I don't think I can really a standard to compare you with. <laughs> wow. You never go out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I go to my farm. <laughs> you leave your apartment and go to your farm by yourself. <laughs> At least I see people on Facebook. Yeah. So you're so maybe we're opposite then. Maybe I'm a real world extrovert and you're and an online introvert and you're the opposite. I used to be an extrovert. Yeah, people would be surprised, I bet, to know that you're kind of introverted because you're so. I have an lively, pa- right? well, I have an introverted partner, so it's sort of you know. Mm-hmm. No, but when I'm around people, I'm extroverted. Yeah, that's true. No, but it's a really, really interesting blog to hear what she has to say about it. And also about, yeah, because she's like pulled off of Facebook and she doesn't really particularly like Twitter. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. and she also made the point of just saying that, which I think is true, social media is like a party where, you know, it facilitates getting to know people a little bit better, um, you know, getting to know people that you sort of barely knew or didn't know at all before. 
Um, but most of us communicate with best friends by email or IM, which I think is probably actually really true because it's one because it's when you really want the one to one. I find a lot of people pop up now on Facebook, you know, the instant chat. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. God. <laughs> and it's like, is it rude to just hang up? Oh, no, I don't like that when people are just coming out at you. Yeah. It's interesting, though. I would like to know what other people think. If a person has three or more dinner parties a week, does that make them an extrovert? <laughs> and if a person sees people once a week, does that make them an introvert? Yeah, what's the dividing line? Yeah, because I think seeing people once a week is enough. <laughs> Other than your significant others and maybe in your family. Right. You know, if they're around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what defines people as uh, an introvert or an extrovert? Let us know. Please do come to the blog. For links to these stories and more. The sniffer. Dot net. Bye. Bye.